You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. analytic antelopes who always answer accurately. Welcome to Good Job Brain, your weekly quiz show and offbeat trivia podcast. This is episode 175, and I'm your humble host, Karen, and we are your extraordinary MCs who exceed expectations, exposing everyone's ears to evidence, experiences, and entertainment. I'm Colin. I'm Dana. And I'm Chris. And That's all- a listener submission. All- yeah. All by one person. Oh, really? The front oh. and the back. Yeah. Uh, uh, from from Dana, not our Dana. Oh. <laughs> well, you know, it was brilliant, Dana. <laughs> so I went to our Good Job Brain mailbox, and we have a bunch of stuff, mm. um, including more Thanks skits. for the Omaha steaks, which we had to throw away. <laughs> oh. You always joked about no, I tell, I always joke? Oh, okay. Actually, no, people yes. are really good, because when they do send in food stuff, they, they, they write an email to tell me just so. Oh, that's good. Yeah, to get you um, to the... This food she emailed me about because it's a uh, more Scandinavian candy, mm. which uh, we can't seem to escape it. Yeah, no. we will try later. Ashley, uh, um, she basically went to the candy store and kind of like made a tiered bag of different. I think by severity of the candy. Um, <laughs> Thank you. That's yeah, how I like to grade it. my candy. Like yeah. Anyway, she sent us a nice, <laughs> nice postcard. Tivoli Gardens. Tivoli Gardens, yes. Uh, Tivoli Gardens, which is in Copenhagen, or yes. Copenhagen, which is the inspiration for Disneyland. Yeah. When Walt Disney mm-hmm. went there, he's like, oh, it's really clean. Uh, <laughs> I wish America so Parks would be that clean. I'll make my own. Um, anyways, thank you, Ashley. And then we also have uh, uh, a Rubik's Cube. Uh-huh. But it's not a Rubik's Cube. It's, it's a, like a, a third-party uh, puzzle cube. Puzzle cube. Uh, it's yeah. very Japan? reminiscent. It's from in China. The, as, as made oh. famous by. <laughs> as, <laughs> yeah. Rubik. Yeah. In um, the style of. Endorsed by a speed cuber. Oh. oh. So that's, here, that's let's. So from China. Oh, yeah. Colin, you had a segment about Rubik's Cube. Right. And noting that a lot of the uh, professional speed cubers uh, don't use the official Rubik Rubik's brand. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah they and now to, here's. Chris sent us this. Uh, time to fulfill your life goal, Karen. Although, try and share it with the other hosts. Or not. Aww. Aww. Oh, or, oh, he says, or not? Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow, he really, face. he really went back and forth and back and yeah. forth on that one. Just <laughs> for you. Although, share it with the others. Or, or don't. Just don't. Or don't. Do or don't. Yeah. Or don't. Yeah. But do. Yeah. But, but do. But you don't have to. But you don't have to. You don't have to tell him. Does it, does it feel smoother? Oh, it's, it, yeah, it, it rotates really, really smoothly. Yeah. Yeah, I can yeah, see yeah. why if I were uh, a speed cuber, I might want to use one of these. Yeah. Whoa! It's like butter. It's what, like yeah? a slice of butter. No wonder. No wonder those. Oh, it kids. really does. Oh, yeah. You don't really know it until you start until yeah. you start messing around with it. So just, this this is why I haven't been able to crack six seconds. Your hands. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. That's it. Also, the fact that you don't know how to solve a Rubik's cube. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, the well, fact you, the fact that even with the help of YouTube, it took me thirty minutes. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. Thanks, Chris. Not you, Chris. No. Oh Brady. man, we had a oh. present from a Dana and a present from a Chris. So where's yeah. the Colin and the Karen? No. They don't exist. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Well, um. the people with those names are less generous. I don't know if you. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. It is known. Yeah. Um, and we have one more piece of mail, Chris. Would you? I will read this letter. <laughs> <clears throat> Karen. I received these from the Chicago Toy and Game Expo a few years <laughs> I ago. I need to read them that way. As a freebie. I opened them for the first time at a game night a few months ago and could not answer a single question. You will likely fare better. 
I love the show. <laughs> Liz. <laughs> Liz. All right. And Liz, with her letter, sent us this freebie that she got. Trivia on the go, TV edition. Okay. And today, this will be our pop quiz hot Okay. Show. All right. TV edition. What year, I wonder, yeah. is this, is this uh, um, uh, is there a copyright date on there well, anywhere? I think she got them a few years ago. Okay. 2004. Yeah. Okay. I'm, All right. I'm glancing some of these. Are, <laughs> All we'll right. see. Okay. Okay. We'll have at it. Uh, so the premise is I'm going to choose a random trivia card, usually Trivial Pursuit, but this time it's from Liz, Trivia on the Go TV edition. You guys have your barnyard buzzers. Let's answer some questions and hopefully we fare better. There are a lot of questions. Yeah, I'll just read all of them. All right. Um, so all these questions are multiple choice. Um, I'm going to ask the question, see if you know the answer first. Sure. Okay. And if not, then I'll share the okay. answer. I, okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Whose alter ego is Jiminy Glick? Oh, Dana. Oh, it's Martin Short. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Martin Short from uh, Saturday Night Live. Off to a good start already. What was the most watched movie on television out of these three? Roots? The Day After, or Gone with the Wind. Colin. That was Roots, I believe. Roots, correct. All right. In the 2002 to 2003 season, what was the most popular TV show out of these three? Friends, CSI, just the the Vegas one, the original one, or Jill Millionaire? (laughs) Chris. You know what? I'll, I'm going to th- throw a, a, a line in here, and now I'm going to say, I'm going to say, Joe Millionaire. Incorrect. Dang it. CSI? Yes, it is yeah. CSI. Oh, this okay. is the, the tail end of Friends, and this is when CSI fever was hitting it mm, big. Right. What mm. was Joe Millionaire? That was the one where he turns out he <laughs> was a millionaire. He's not a millionaire. Yeah. He's not yeah. a millionaire. Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, next question. When you least suspect it, you're elected. You're the star today. Is from what show? When you least wow. to yours, Colin. Uh, America's Funniest Home Videos. Uh, you are very close. It is Candid Camera. Ah. Oh, okay. Oh, the, oh, the song. Hmm. Uh, red, that makes white, sense, actually. Blue. That's America's Funniest Home Videos. Yeah, yeah. Candid Camera, Candid camera makes more did, sense. Uh, they did pranks, so before you didn't know. Oh, that's you true. Didn't know America's Funniest Videos just crowdsourced. It was like yeah. punked. Which TV show host underwent a colonoscopy on air in 2000? Colin. Uh, Was that uh, Hugh Downs? Incorrect. Mm. Chris. David Letterman? No. Was it Matt Lauer? No, but you're kind of close. Uh, It is Kitty Couric. Uh, Wow. (laughs) I didn't know that. What's colonoscopy? They Uh, scope your colon. In your colon. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, next question. <laughs> what cereal has the flavors of raspberry red, lemon yellow, and orange orange? Uh, Dana. Is it tricks? It is tricks. Mm, yeah. Very citrusy. All right. Yeah. right uh, yeah. lot, lots of questions right. this one. All right. Who played Detective Mary Beth Lacey in Cagney and Lacey? Mary Beth, I think, was Tyne Daly. Wow! Yeah. yeah. It was 50-50. It's either Sharon Glass or Tyne Daly. Yeah. We got three more questions on this card. On what show did Frank Poncharello patrol the highways of California? 
everybody. Chips. Chips. Yeah. Ponch. I love Ponch. that show. So I much. love that show. I watch that. They do they have a lot of episodes about hang gliding. I really remember. <laughs> like there were hang gliding. Yeah. People count that happened love in chips. I, I would say that. if they had more than one episode, that counts as a many. lot. Yeah. I, I think there might have been more than one. I could be wrong. I was a little kid, but. All right. Uh, next question. On the Waltons, which I think is like Colin's favorite show or something, Whoa. because you know a lot about Waltons. Mm. Uh, what profession did Mary Ellen choose? Uh, <laughs> I actually don't think I know a lot about the Waltons, but I'll get uh, a school teacher. Yeah, nurse. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. Last question. The same thing. Okay. Last question. What was the name of Zorro's black horse? Oh. <sighs> I don't remember this one. Yeah. That's not silver. That's Lone no, that's, Ranger. Yeah, Lone that's Ranger. the Lone Ranger. Uh, is it it's a Spanish not, name? Trigger. Give us, is this multiple choice? Yeah. Do we have some options? Yeah, what are the multiple choices? Yeah, multiple choice. This is why I was laughing, because multiple choices. Okay, all right. All right. Is it A, Tornado, B, Blackie, C, mm-hmm. Cole? C-O-A-L. Right, not right. C-O-L-E. I, I'm gonna. I hope it's coal. If it's, it's not, it's blacky. No, it's tornado. Okay, <laughs> tornado. okay all right. Uh, it was a, yeah. That was a well uh, designed question. Two of them more about black. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Good job, Braids. We did pretty okay. well. Not bad. Before we get started, I have a very good job brain headline to share with you guys. Mm. Oh. Uh, <laughs> that's weird. I have a very good job, and I was like, oh, that's great. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, Just to let you guys know. This is my last show. I'm out of here. <laughs> um, so it was, of course, uh, Valentine's Day just over this past weekend. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Um, so uh, happy uh, retroactive Valentine's Day to everybody. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, this is a Valentine's-related story uh, and an animal-related story. Oh. Yeah. And I want to say that this story is also just... If I may editorialize, this is a great example of how if you've got a really good story, you don't need a very clickbaity headline. Just just tell the story. Straight straight okay. out. Uh, this is from station uh, KOMO in Seattle, Washington. Oh, uh-huh. <clears throat> Seattle Aquarium cancels octopus sex act <laughs> due to cannibalism concerns. Oh, no! <laughs> The octopus at the Seattle Aquarium won't be getting any love this Valentine's Day. Each Valentine's Day, the aquarium invites people to watch the sea creatures mate. But this year, the chance to watch some eight-armed nookie has been called off. Aquarium staff say they're afraid that their male octopus, a 70-pound cephalopod named Kong, is too big for the females who are 30 to 40 pounds, and he may eat them. Uh, so I went on to learn that apparently uh, sexual cannibalism, as it is called, is is not unheard of among octopus. Oh, black widows. <laughs> yes, and yeah. spiders as well. Yeah. Um, so I guess they decided if you're going to invite people to come in and watch Don't. this, this would be probably <laughs> the, the most unromantic way yeah. to end. Yeah. Or traumatic for kids. Yeah, so they called off the planned <laughs> octopus sex act. Uh, uh-huh. Instead of mating, Kong will be released back into Puget Sound Monday. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. Oh, he so doesn't live he in doesn't the- live there. This okay. was just a temporary gig. Yeah. yeah. They don't live very long. Only three or four years. Right. So yeah. that octopuses only live, uh, as the article goes on, octopuses only live about three or four years, and they mate once at the end of their lives, gotcha. then they die. So that's that's why they would have the octopus um, 
porno party. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. you would, ordinarily would not get a chance to witness it. Is it. Porno. Like, yeah. yeah. You can also see why this doesn't interfere with their life cycle. If the if you kill your uh, sex partner, if you're already at the end of your natural life cycle anyway, it's but not going to... But why gonna... do you kill your sex partner? Uh, you know, I would need somebody more qualified in animal behavior <laughs> yeah, to answer that. they're going to mm-hmm. die. They don't necessarily I... need... It's all about you're that's making true. sure that your offspring have the best chances. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, You're like, weird. I don't want to provide for yeah. you. I yeah. only provide for our yeah. kids. <laughs> <laughs> they say that there are some species actually where the female will eat the male after mating. It just so happened that in this case, the male was just so much bigger the size, than the females. The, the yeah, size yeah. differential. Do they, their eggs are outside of their body after they're fertilized? What am I, an octopus doctor? <laughs> 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 I like how you read one article and you become like <laughs> Dr. <laughs> so today is episode 175 and of course every fifth episode we don't have a topic we have a grab bag just uh, all of us prepared quizzes and puzzles to quiz each other and quiz you guys listeners so this week it's our all quiz bonanza number 35 Ooh. I uh, read through our Twitter a lot, and and we get a lot a lot of feedback. Did you see someone actually did find a, a dictionary with door? I yes, did see yes, that. I, saw it this I love morning. that. I was so happy. That was That's great. so great. One of the main I, I wouldn't say complaints. Let's just say feedback, and that our music segments lack diversity. Mm-hmm. And I can see how maybe you know, sure, our musical tastes that we share on the show is is kind of reflecting our pub quiz experience. It's a funny thing with pub trivia music because it has to be on the radio. It has to be well known. It can't be too not unwell known, or else it's not fun. When they do that, like sometimes we'll know it just because we happen to know it, but it's like nobody else knows it, and people get upset. And I know that when we're making these quizzes, we all. We're also designing them for each other. So it's like, oh, I don't want to have like a quiz full of country. You guys right. will be sad because you won't get any. I'm sure we yeah. could all stump each other if we wanted to. Yeah. But anyway. Well, with yeah. that said. So that's, yeah. that's why that happens. But one of the genres that we don't do a lot. And mm-hmm. I have made a quiz that you guys will have to write down. Okay. And now right. we haven't done a lot of classical music. Oh, you're a classical expert. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm the one. Well, yeah. I'm we the just one are like, Karen, what is this? Uh, no. Thanks to years of violin and piano. So what I have done is I'm not like, oh, here are my favorite tunes. Like I, I've curated <laughs> songs that we usually get in pub trivia. Okay. And you have to name the composer. Okay. So these are big famous ones that okay. you'll, you'll recognize, but you might not know who the composer is. That is your challenge is to write down the composer. All right. And we'll see sure. how it goes. So I have a question. Yes. Are any composers repeated? No. Okay. Yeah. No, so, no repeated okay. composers. Okay. All unique. I have okay. a question. So we can use yes. process of elimination. You is, can. Yeah, right. is the answer to the first one Beethoven? No. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Oh, one guard lies. Thank you, right. Colin. No need for full name. You can just do last name. Okay. Here we go. The Good Job Brain, our first inaugural classical music quiz. This will be helpful in pub trivia. Here we go.
and circumstance. It's right there. Oh, okay. Well, that's the name of the, yeah. Right. Those are the lyrics. Those are the lyrics. <laughs> the circumstance lyrics and pump and pump and circumstance. Uh, answers up. Chris says Handel. Colin says Elgar. Dana says... Oh, what do you have Dana's three? like three answers already. <laughs> I was like, I'm just going to pre-write Mozart on this, but I wrote um, Mozart, and I crossed it out, and I said Pachelbel? It is Elgar. Elgar. Oh. Correct. Pomp and circumstance. Elgar. Not Beethoven. I promised you that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, known as the graduation march. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. Famously. And if you watch Fantasia, it was the one, Fantasia 2000 was the one with Donald and Daisy and their Noah, Noah's Ark. Hmm. Doesn't help me. Next one. Mm-hmm. Answers up, everybody. Chris says, I can't... Wow, your handwriting is weird. Is it that bad? Tchaikovsky? Mm. And I put Colin... uh, Stravinsky. Put Mozart. But I think it's... You, yeah. you wrote a lot of notes. You might as you know, if you keep guessing Mozart, <laughs> yeah, yeah, eventually. one right. That's, that might be more than me. Chris is right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you, that's, that's you are Swan correct. Lake. Uh, Nutcracker. Oh, oh Nutcracker. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is the Waltz of the, uh, Waltz of the Flowers. You know, pub quiz trick, if anything... Sounds like a Home Alone movie or anything that's Christmassy. <laughs> it's gonna be Tchaikovsky. Oh, sure. It's okay, gonna yeah, be yeah, it's yeah. gonna be a Nutcracker song. Anything that is like remotely makes you think of the holidays, it's gonna be that. It's okay. Because there's like ten songs, like a bunch of songs within the the suite. So, and they're all used in like every Christmas movie ever. Mm-hmm. All right, next one. All right, answers up. Chris, can you just read it? You always want me to read it. Paco Bell. Paco Bell. Taco Bell's Bell's canon. I also put Paco Bell. So I agree with that that's the answer, but I wrote... (laughs) (laughs) But that's not what I wrote. I wrote Vivaldi, Vivaldi, Verde. I was like, I don't know. Starts with a V. And then you say Paco Bell. I'm like, oh yeah, that's not right. I think it's Paco Bell. I don't know how you pronounce Paco Bell. That was... Of course, a uh, very famous uh, canon in D major, used in many weddings mm-hmm. and uh, in uh, a Timothy Hutton movie, Ordinary People. That was based on it's a been book. used in a lot of movies. Is it yeah. a lot of movies? Uh, so weddings, think this, pa- Paco Bell. Pa- Paco <laughs> okay. Bell. That was the, it's in uh, so canon. many weddings that when I got married, I asked Regina, I was just like, oh, Can so we, what, oh. no, 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 she was just, I was just like, you know, what music? She's like, not canon in D. It's the only one I <laughs> Definitely don't want to have oh. overplayed. <laughs> and you're like, oh, I'm like, okay, right. sure, <laughs> right, whatever you nope, say, no problem. Yeah. That is not the hill I'm, we're gonna die on. <laughs> Here we go. Next one.
da, da, da. And answer is up. Chris, you I said, said Vivaldi. Colin, you said I said Stravinsky. Dana, you said Mozart. <laughs> <Lothar> on Mozart. <laughs> it is Johann Strauss. Uh, okay. right, of course, Strauss. Blue Danube. Yeah, yeah. Blue Danube. Johann Strauss. <laughs> I don't know what's a nice way to remember it. It just. Didn't... I just remember it from two thousand one, but clearly it didn't. Oh! Help me. It didn't help me just now. Oh, okay. <laughs> I got as far as the STR, and my yeah, brain just yeah, shut yeah. down. Very yeah. very waltzy name. Mm. All right. Mm-hmm. Strauss uh, House. Strauss House. House Danube. I don't know. I think just listening to them is really. <laughs> yeah, really that's, that's yeah I don't think there are any. I don't think there are a lot the of shortcuts. Yeah. Mm. Let's do one last one. Let's let's. And strong. Let's end strong here. <laughs> okay, you know what's going to happen. You're going to happen. It's, it's going to be Mozart, and let's... Dana's not going to put Mozart. In. <laughs> 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 let's do. Let's do two more. Okay. Next one. Say. I said so jazzy. Mm, maybe that's a clue. Well, all right. Chris says Gershwin. Gershwin. Mm. I Colin also says Gershwin. Gershwin. I just loved it. I was like, I'm gonna change it. I was like, what a jazzy Mozart. Mozart was so ahead of his time. He really. That doesn't even make sense. Visionary. I'm gonna leave it because it's gonna be. It's gonna be like Peter and the Wolf or something. I just loved it. I was like, I think he had that that instrument. Mozart. Oh my God! It is Gershwin. Is it Rhapsody in Blue? Rhapsody. And blue, also known as the United Music, the United. <laughs> well, yes, every, like, yeah, 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 all the ads, uh, uh, yep. the safety videos. I mean, United has been using Rhapsody and Blue for God since I was a kid, and they're mm-hmm. still using it. So every time I hear it, I'm not thinking Gershwin. I'm thinking it's United, <laughs> United it's Airlines. A triumph of marketing. Yeah, and you know the clue is it's it's classical, but it's not what you think classical classical music is um yeah it sounds very modern age yeah Yeah. um and that's usually Mm -hmm. gershwin okay all right last one let's end strong here (laughs) Here we go here we go maximum effort (laughs) gershwin All right, last one. Come on, let's end strong. Chris says Mozart. Colin says Mozart. Dana says Mozart. It, oh. The pin broke. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Squigglies. Yeah. It is Mozart. Hey. You know I, what? I had. I was like, oh my god, is this Beethoven? <laughs> That's <what> my. <laughs> so this is a. So here's the thing. I mean, a lot of people get Mozart and Beethoven I mean, just yeah. for pub quiz logic. Anything that's more somber or heavier is going to be Beethoven. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're going to be playing probably the the greatest hits of Mozart at Pub Trivia. It's going to be more light. Mm. Uh, This is Ein Kleine Nachtmusik. 
a little bit of night music, and it's very mm-hmm. like jaunty. You know, if you watch Amadeus, he's like kind of a whimsical. nutty guy. Yeah, yeah. he's a whimsical yeah. guy. <laughs> <laughs> I went for nutty, but whimsical works. Yeah. So here you go. Hopefully, that's a little bit more diverse in our music offerings on Good Job Brain. It's it's but like t- it's like taking job, our guys. medicine. Thank you, Karen. Oh, we need sweating. to take our medicine. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right, uh, I'll go next, and, and I'll, I'll go uh, to the other end of the spectrum here. I've got a 50-50 quiz for you guys. Oh, we hate... Where are we doing <laughs> quizzes on stuff we hate? <laughs> you know, That's it's so funny, like... I always say that I hate 50-50 quizzes, but I find that I put a lot of 50-50 quizzes together, so I guess I'm a hypocrite in that sense. Yes. Well, no, but you're, you're, putting, you're putting it together. <laughs> you don't have to answer it. Yeah. It's, it's like, that internal dialogue. You're like, is it this? And you're being like, you're convincing. Yeah. Yeah. Both it's a mind game. I'm really good about talking myself uh, into and then out of the right answer on things. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this past weekend was the NBA All-Star Game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was also the release of the uh, teaser trailer for the upcoming season of Game of Thrones. <gasps> oh, yes. Which I was also excited about. Yes. Okay. Uh, w- one thing I do a lot when I'm watching uh, sports or basketball is uh, if I see a player that has a really cool name, like I'll say to my wife, like, oh, that guy's got a really good movie villain name, or that player's got a really good Game of Thrones name. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, like, for, oh, in- for yeah. instance, I've always thought there's a player named Bruce Bowen. He doesn't play anymore, but I always thought Bruce Bowen is such a great Game of Thrones name. It reminds me of a uh, Bowen Marsh. Um, oh, okay. <clears throat> so I have a quiz for you guys that involves two things that I love, and at best, one thing that you may like a lot. Okay. Uh, this quiz is called NBA or Game of Thrones. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> The game where we see if you can tell your Bruce Bowen from your Bowen Marsh. Uh, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to read out a name. Amazing. This will be a name of either a person who has played in the NBA at some point in the past, uh-huh. maybe currently, or it'll be a name of a, um, I'm not even going to say secondary, it'll be a name of a minor character huh. from the Game of Thrones saga. Because we're already it's familiar like, with right, it. Right, right, right. should have gone right, like yeah. Game of Thrones or Game of Basketball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> These are names taken from the books, from the uh, Song of Ice and Fire series. There may be some famous NBA players in here, but I'm hoping that you guys know little enough about the NBA. That's correct. A good guess. Uh, Disclosure, is there anything from my fan fiction? (laughs) (laughs) Not directly. Have any of you read my fan fiction? That's expanded universe. (laughs) Purely purely because this entertains me. Uh, Instead of having you guys write down the answers, uh, NBA (laughs) or Game of Thrones, I've made uh, some flashcards here for you guys. Uh, one card has a basketball, Colin, okay. and the other card has a picture of the Iron Throne. You, too ma- much. Yeah, you make us look at it. It looks wonderful. You could sell this in a. <laughs> Perhaps you, you could sell this. Oh in my a basketball god! It's on, game it's on shiny yeah. photo paper. Yeah, I mean, this is what happens when I have too much time to put a quiz together. This is, this is what happens when you realize your printer came with shiny photo paper. Oh, as a trial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Chris that. is actually closer to the truth than he yeah. might realize. <laughs> All right, so get your uh, Iron Throne and/or basketball cards ready. All right, I'm going now. Uh, I, I've printed these names out here so you can see how they're spelled. Maybe that'll help you. Maybe oh, it won't. Maybe, maybe. All right. All right. So here we go. You guys tell me. Here we go. First name. You tell me. NBA or Game of Thrones? Elgin Baylor. Wow. Man. Elgin wow. Baylor. Uh. And let's, yeah. Okay. Karen's got hers up. 
Okay, answers up. All right. Dana and Karen both say Game of Thrones. Chris says NBA. It is, in fact, NBA. Uh, wow. Yes. That is a Game there of is, Thrones name. It is Baylor, but B-A-E-L-O-R. Yeah. Elgin Baylor, yes. Uh, one, of the, one of the greatest players in NBA history. Wow. In fact, a, a lifelong Laker. Uh, Did you know that, Chris? No. Well, had Colin not spelled it out for us, B-A-Y-L-O-R, yeah. <laughs> I, knew, I knew there wouldn't be names that are homophones. Okay. Yeah. Got it. There's a Baelish. Yeah. There is, there is. Yeah. I'm going to let you know that there are, there may be some names that are. Okay. Oh, really? Wow. Okay. 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 Again, there's over a thousand characters in the game. Yeah, true, true. Just keep true. that in yeah. mind. Okay. <laughs> Man. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, I'm not saying that I knew it for sure. I'm saying that's how it I was the got difference. it. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That was the tipping point. Nothing wrong with being right for the wrong reasons mm-hmm. in this game. All right. Next name. Otto Hightower. NBA or Game of Thrones. <sighs> Otto Hightower. Maybe he's a power forward. Maybe he's a knight. <laughs> Gosh. I don't know. Anything. It is such a mind game. It like, is a mind oh, game. Oh, I can see that being a basketball player's name. Yes, sure. yes. Then maybe that's too yeah. easy. My maybe criteria it's... for this quiz are fun names and names that could be either. All right, answers yeah. up. All right. Chris says NBA. Karen says Game of Thrones. Dana says NBA. Sir Otto Hightower. Oh, ah! Wait. Sir Otto Hightower was a knight in oh. the House yeah. Hightower. <laughs> it is oh, if, yeah. Game of Thrones. Maybe he... Um, <laughs> he was British or something. Right. Yeah. Wow, that seems like a, that's a really normal Person fantasy thing. name yeah. for yep. Game of Thrones. Yep, so that's why. yep, yep. That's why. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Um, he was a hand of the king to three different Targaryens. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. He wasn't even that minor. Yeah. Like, Next name, NBA or Game of Thrones, Mason Plumley. Oh. Mason It's Plumlee. hard when there's like a job in the name, Mason. <laughs> Mason Plumley. Answers up. You got to just go with your gut. Got to go with your gut. All right. Dana says NBA. Karen says Game of Thrones. Chris says NBA. Mason Plumley is in his third season out of Duke ah. University playing for the Portland Trailblazers. <laughs> So, point to Dana and He's from Chris. Game of oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, his older brother, uh, Miles Plumley, plays for the Milwaukee Bucks. Oh, wow. And there's a third Plumley, uh, younger Plumley, Marshall Plumley. Huh. So, yeah, if, you, uh, the, if you're in the Plumley oh, business. This is yeah. currently the Plumliest NBA you've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next one Game of Thrones or NBA? Rufus Leak. Ooh. Rufus wow. Leak. Ouch. That's a good name. It's a great name. It's not yeah. just a good name. It's a great name. Yeah, it's really good. Rufus Leak. Answers up. Everyone says Game of Thrones. Everyone is correct. Yes. 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 I got. I got to separate myself from the pack. Oh uh, yeah. Differently. There's a little bit of a, a strategy going into that. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. Sir Rufus Leak, a knight of House Leak. He uh, House Leak. <laughs> mm-hmm. He is described in uh, one wiki as short, stout, with a gray beard and an amputated left leg. He cannot read. <laughs> That's it. It's like the last. Yeah. Oh. All right. Next one. Next one. NBA or Game of Thrones. Fennis Dembo. Wow. You're killing me here. Fennis Dembo. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like pig Latin. It's like Dennis Fembo. It like, does it sound be- like a switch does. name. It's a lot of fun to say. Fennis Dembo. Yes, spoonerized. Yeah, Dennis Fembo. Okay. Fennis um, Dembo. No. I, 
All right. Answers oh, oh, up. Oh. Answers up. You guys could pull ahead. Chris yeah. says Game of Thrones. Karen and Dana both say NBA. Fennis Dembo played one season for the Detroit Pistons. Oh. Let me give you an interesting little anecdote here about the name Fennis. Oh, it, yeah. uh, yes, this is from an article on ESPN.com. Um, he has a twin sister named Fennice. No. Um, they were the 11th and 12th children in the Dembo family, and their older sister uh, was allowed basically to choose their names when they came along. So she suggested they be named after the French word for Finnish, Fini. Oh, <laughs> it's wow. like, so no like, more kids, done. right? Wow. We're done. You're really okay. done. We are really done. All right. <clears throat> uh, we are uh, all tied up here, by the way, for Whoa. those of you uh, keeping track all here. Right. All, right. All, right, all right. Next one. Next one. NBA or Game of Thrones? Morio Tumitis. <laughs> Morio Tumitis. That is a good name. Is he a maybe a mercenary? Are any of these both? Maybe like, a, you, <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I did actually. Yeah, uh, I double checked. Cross reference. None yeah. of these are both. All right. Uh, Dana says Game of Thrones. Karen and Chris both say NBA. Morio Tamitis is captain of the uh, ship Storm Dancer. Oh, he is oh, Tairashi. Yeah. Uh, so it is Game of Thrones. Is Tyrosh, is that from a... Tyrosh. Oh, um, well. <laughs> they're <laughs> the ones that have like the colored. They have like the colored beards. Um, they dye their hair. Okay, I don't. Know. Yeah. I don't think been in the show All right. Yet. So point two. We're <laughs> certainly have not been called out as such. And Karen, yes. No, no, I didn't get it. Oh, sorry. I didn't get it right. All right, next one up. Here we go. NBA or Game of Thrones? Manfred Swan. Wow. Wow. Manfred Swan. That's a good name. Manfred. It is a good name. It's a good name for both. I'll I'll say Game of Thrones. Mm -hmm. Chris says Game of Thrones. Mm -hmm. Karen, perhaps trying to be different, says NBA. That's really just my strategy now. Oh, yeah? All right. Dana says NBA. Um, Sir Manfred Swan. Yes, from Game of Thrones. Right. Uh, Sir Barristan Selmy squired for Manfred Swan when he was a young up-and-coming squire. That sounds familiar. The spelling Um, is interesting because it's like, oh, that... I got it right. Yeah, Chris got it right. I'm not Karen, though. Okay, good. Making sure. (laughs) All right, three more. Still anyone's game. Here we go. Next one. NBA or Game of Thrones? Artis Gilmore. Oh. Artis... Gilmore. Mm. Good poker face, Karen. Oh, I know it. Yeah. Oh, I know it. Let me hold up the right answer. Or does uh, she? I don't. It's going to be different. All right. Even though Dana that, says, that is for sure a real name as well. Th- yep. Dana says Game of Thrones. Karen and Chris both say NBA. Artist Gilmore. Artist Gilmore is a Hall of Famer in the uh, NBA. <laughs> just kidding. I knew who that was. Uh, <laughs> I, then I, I, I got it up too early, and yes. I was like, oh, oh no. wait. Yeah, no, I just realized that as I was there, I was like, oh, I know this. So yes. I was like, oh, no, everybody be. else knows that. Mm-hmm. I know. All right. So point to Karen and point to Chris. All right. All right. NBA or Game of Thrones, Stromile oh, Swift. Stromile Swift. Stromile? Stromile. Swift. Stromile. This is Karen's thought process. Probably Stromile. Answers up. Chris says NBA. Karen says NBA, although she did wait until other people had her answers up. I want to point that out. And Dana says Game of Thrones. Stromile Swift? NBA. Yes, he was a high draft pick. Never really quite a superstar, but I think he has a superstar name in my book. 
point to Karen, point to Chris. So Dana, unfortunately, two points behind. So right. Karen, you can tie here. And so Karen can force the tiebreaker. Yes. So right. really, your strategy. I'm going to make you guys go blind. I'm going to make okay. you guys choose because I don't. I don't. Because otherwise, Karen's just going to oh, go okay. opposite whatever you do, Chris. Okay. Oh, sure. Right. Yeah. All right. Sure. 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 Last one. Oh, this is a good one to end on. Otis Birdsong. <laughs> oh, Otis nice Birdsong. NBA player or Game of Thrones character? Otis Birdsong. I'm throwing a wrench in the... <laughs> <laughs> Throw that there. Um... <laughs> I picked wood. All right. Karen's okay. got her answer locked in. All right. Lock it in? Yep. All right. Answers up. You both say Game of Thrones. You're both incorrect. Oh, <laughs> Otis Birdsong. Oh, sorry. And Dana, uh, with the correct answer, NBA. Yes, Otis Birdsong, an all-star for the Kansas City Kings, the New Jersey Nets. So, point yes. to Dana. Uh, and you did at least. All right. And, so, and that's it. Yeah. very close. Very close. Good job. All right. So, Chris, with a one-point victory. I will, I will tell you that uh, I took advantage of the fact that these were both cards, and my answer was actually random. So, I was <laughs> oh, I like so it. I just, I just went with whatever card felt the best to me. Oh, I love it. I love it. All right. Well, good job. Good job. I don't know what applicable knowledge this will have going forward in your lives, but it made me it made me happy. So that was great. I think I've forgotten already what the answers are. I did like thinking about those names. You'll remember Fennis Dembo. If you see Fennis Dembo again. Let's take a quick break. A word from our sponsor. Are you earning and investing in the stock market? In real estate? How about in relationships? Are you earning and investing in your life? I'm Doc G, semi-retired hospice physician and host of the Earn and Invest podcast, where we have the 201 or next level conversations about money and life. Not only how you make money and grow it, but also how you use your wealth to create a better and more fulfilling existence. Join us every Monday and Thursday wherever you listen to fine podcasts. Are you looking for a podcast that your whole family can enjoy that asks the deep philosophical questions like, do trees fart? If you are, then you'll love Tumble, a science podcast for kids. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Marshall. Join us as we explore stories of science discovery from butts to animals, dinosaurs, astronomy, and everything in between. You'll love these stories and you'll learn something new. Find and follow Tumble Science Podcast for Kids wherever you get your podcasts or at sciencepodcastforkids.com. We're back. You're listening to our all quiz bonanza number 35. And up next is uh, Chris. Yes. So not only was it Valentine's Day recently, it was also Grammys Day recently. Mm. The the Grammys were on. Like, the recording like right now. Industries. Well, yes. If we want to peek behind the curtain, they're actually on as we're recording this <laughs> very podcast. Um, so I have developed a, a Grammy-themed quiz for you guys that I okay. think you're going to enjoy. Uh, we will write down our answers, oh. so we will see uh, who um, the Grammiest uh, person is. So um, competitive tonight. See who's, uh, who's paying yeah. attention out there. And this quiz is titled, You Don't Have to Be Dead to Win a Grammy, <laughs> But It Helps. Okay. That's terrible. 
<laughs> there are many there are many Grammy awards given out uh, immediately following. Well, you know, within a year uh, mm. of a, a famous person oh. passing away. Now, a lot of these are lifetime achievement awards or other such non-competitive uh, Grammys um, that are given in sort of a recognition of the person's uh, achievements or contributions to uh, music over time. What I am talking about, what I'm going to be asking you about in this quiz, are competitive okay. Grammys okay. Um, that were won by people who were not currently alive. All right. Were they alive at the time they won it? Exa- no. 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 Okay, okay. Not, no, not- they, they made the music, Passed died... Away. Got and it. then the Grammy ceremony gave them the Grammy. Got it. Okay. But they weren't wow, there again. I didn't even know that happened that much. Posthumous. Okay. Posthumous Grammys. Kind of happens a lot because when someone passes away, especially right. if they've just It'll done sway. something good <laughs> here, it'll kind of sway the judges into like, well, we should give them this Grammy because, you they're know, not gonna get any they're not going to be making any more. We're going to look like yeah, jerks if right, we don't. Exactly. So, <clears throat> question one. Ray Charles has won uh, approximately 17 Grammys. Wow. Uh, he won five of them after his death in a single night for what album of duets? Oh, my gosh. What album of duets? I mean... What album of... Du- like, his album? Yeah. It's a, it's a Ray Charles album of duets. Won five Grammys for it um, immediately following his death in the uh, middle uh, 2000s. I'm just going to brainstorm names. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. All right. Answers up. Colin says, Georgia on my mind. Karen says, uh, duets, W slash Ray. Mm. Uh, and Dana says, Ray and friends or Georgia. <laughs> that is, you know, mind. Ray and friends is the closest. Uh, wow. uh, you don't get a point, but it is the closest. Uh, no, it's um, Genius Loves Company oh. was the name of the Ray Charles huh. album. Very humble. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> This uh, this person, this guy, uh, won many Grammy Awards, uh, including one in 1973 for his album AM and FM, another in 1994 for his album Jammin' in New York, and one in 2009 after his death for his album It's Bad For Ya. What kind of music did you say? Did you say? I'm sorry. Did I say it was he- musical? Oh, can you say it again? Sure. <laughs> this guy won many Grammy Awards, including one in 1973 for his album AM and FM, another in 1994 for Jammin' in New York, and one in 2009 after his death for his album It's Bad For Ya. He was not a musician. Oh. Oh. Colin mm. says Eric Bogusian. Tells me it's not the right answer. Um, it's Bogosian. <laughs> Bogosian. There's a lot of lines there. Karen says Bill Hicks. Dana says George Carlin. It is George yeah. Carlin. Oh, yes, yeah. wow. yes yeah. indeed. I was thinking as soon as I saw that. A hard nice. one point. One in the Dana column. Wow. Nice. <laughs> I feel like I won the whole thing. <laughs> let's, uh, let's stick with comedy. Okay. Last year, uh, sticking with comedy, this late comedian won a posthumous Grammy for Best Spoken Word. For her album, Diary of a Mad Diva. Mm. Diary of a Mad Diva. Do you want to put this together in your brain? It's a comedian who won a a posthumous Grammy last year, which means she died right before that. Um, What's her name? I don't know. What's her name? Shoot. It's... Doop, 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 doop. 
Dana's written something and answers. Uh, Colin says Joan Rivers. Oh. Dana says Eileen Blank. Karen oh, says Joan I Rivers. Joan Rivers. Yeah. It is Joan Rivers. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, indeed. You're thinking of Eileen Strick. Strick. Something. Oh, yeah. oh, um, Elaine, Elaine Stritch. Yeah. Str- Close. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you're thinking of Elaine Stritch, yeah. Karen. Yeah. Joan Rivers, yes. Jack Donaghy's mom. Yeah. In, okay, so it's all tied up with one point each. In 2012, 2012, a version of the jazz standard Body and Soul won a Grammy. uh, And that was performed by Tony Bennett and whom? Hmm. Body and Soul. 2012. Again, we're thinking of somebody who would sing with Tony Bennett who passed away in the year 2011 because the 2012 Grammys very early in the oh, year okay. so wrapping up 2011 Dana right. has an answer Colin is thinking Karen is writing I want answers now Elaine Dana, Stretch <laughs> Colin says Elaine Stretch <laughs> Dana says Amy Winehouse oh, oh, is not Cole, it is Amy yeah, Winehouse yeah. Yeah. that was Amy Winehouse's posthumous Grammy Shared with Tony Bennett. Did you watch Two that documentary? Points. No. Oh, it was good. Oh, the, the Amy. It's yeah. nominated for. Did you watch it? You're, what now? You're you're the Amy number documentary? one fan. Oh, I haven't watched it yet. No. It's oh, like it's nominated really for an Oscar. I, I you know I, I'm yeah. gonna watch it. Okay. Yeah. She sang that song on. I'm on Dad time. Oh, had footage I'm of that. Yeah, yeah. I haven't yeah. seen it yet. What helped me? Roy Orbison is dead. Yes. <laughs> he was he was nominated for but did not win a Grammy. For this 1989 song, which reached number nine on the Billboard Hot 100 that year. 1989, Roy Orbison hit in the Billboard Hot 100 for the first time in a long time with this song, which was nominated for a Grammy. Would have been a posthumous Grammy. Hmm. Karen says Pretty Woman. Dana says Pretty Woman. Collins says Pretty Woman. That is a much older song. The song oh. is You Got It. Oh, yes. Anything oh, you want, you got, got it. it. Anything you need, you got it. It was 1989. Was that, that, was, big, was that a... That was a big return for him. Was that a solo? I thought that was Traveling Wilbur. No, that was a solo. Yeah, okay. Yep. Oh, man, All right. that's a lot of All commercials. Right. Yeah, 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 crazy. This yeah. country singer, this is really interesting. This is, and I'm not just saying, this is a, this is a really interesting... A really well-written question. This country singer (laughs) has won posthumous Grammys for Best Music Video twice since his death. Once for the song Hurt and once for the song God's Gonna Cut You Down. I don't know about the second one. Everyone says Johnny Cash. Everyone gets a point. Yes. This rap artist was nominated for Best Rap Solo Performance after his death in 1997 for his song Hypnotize, but he did not win. Mm. This rap artist nominated for Best Rap Solo Performance, appropriately, after his 1997 death for his song Hypnotize, but he did not win. We're going to have answers now. Colin says Notorious B.I.G. Dana says Tupac. And Karen says Big Papa. And you're going to have to clarify. Oh, yeah? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, you know what? I'll I'll, I'll say that. Oh, sure. Uh, Yes, Colin and Karen get a point each. It is the Notorious B.I.G. That ties us up at three points each. Wow. All right. This film legend, silver screen legend. Mm Mm-hmm. Won a posthumous Grammy in 1992 hmm. for a spoken word book of classic children's stories. 
screen legend. I will say, let's let's chop the okay. the number of possible candidates in half. It is a woman. <laughs> okay. Roughly half. Slightly less than half. Ninety two, mm-hmm. you said. Nineteen ninety two. She won a posthumous Grammy. Spoken word yeah, book of classic so children's stories. That means she died right before. In, 90, in, in like 91 or possibly in the very beginning oh. of 92. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I'm, either, I'm either way off or this is a good job right you now. You know, if you get it, it's a, it's a great I point. I pulled it out. Uh, wow. Karen says Audrey Hepburn. Colin says Audrey Hepburn. Oh. Dana says a big fat blank no i'm sorry oh i'm sorry i'm looking you write these you like write your numbers you write so many other numbers i don't know what one to look at dana says lucille ball it was a good guess on dana's part but colin and karen are correct man audrey hepburn i put judy garland first and i was like oh i think she died before that book of children's stories got that grammy the winner of the best world music album in 1993 Mm -hmm. was dad (laughs) <laughs> so he didn't know that he'd be actually fighting it out for this award with his daughter, who was nominated for the same award that year. Um, who is the World one who was died? Wait. <laughs> the, oh! He, World he, music. So, World music. 1993. He had died. Um, but that same year, both he and his daughter were nominated for the the best world music album, oh. and he won, oh. and his daughter did not win. His daughter accepted the prize for him, oh. but she didn't win it. Hmm. Yeah, I have a guess. You have a guess. I will give you the title of the no. album. Maybe this. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm going to give you the title. Title is "The Living Room Sessions Part One." Oh. Turns no. out that that turns out that that didn't really hurt anybody. Uh, the Living Room Sessions Part One, best world music album, 1993. The winner. Not alive. No. But his daughter (laughs) was also up for the same award that same year. All right. I'm going to want some answers fairly soon. Karen wrote something out already? No. Uh, Colin says Bob Marley. Dana says Bob Marley. Karen says Ravi Shankar. And Karen is correct. That's what it is. His daughter Anushka Shankar was also nominated. Not Nora Jones. Not Nora Jones, who would have her own time in the sun (laughs) a little bit later. That's why it was like... 93, not 93. 2003. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. His daughter, Good but job, not the daughter you're thinking of. Well I started, I got RA, and then I scratched had, it up. And you had it so early, too. The instrumental, Marwa Blues, off of the album Brainwashed, won a posthumous Grammy for who? No year. No year. The instrumental, Marwa Blues, off of the album Brainwashed. Won a posthumous Grammy for who? What a weird album name. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And some of these are tough. Some of them are tough. Colin says John Coltrane. Dana says John Lennon. Uh, and Karen says David Bowie. What if this just happened? I don't think Chris no. is that on top uh, of the ball. Oh man, that would have been crazy if it had just. Yeah. That was a I, pretty audacious gamble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he was checking his phone this whole time. So oh, maybe. Oh, sure. oh, oh, that could maybe, be a thing. Yeah, I, yeah. You know what? I, but how would I know that anyway? Uh, no, um, it's George Harrison. Brainwashed, uh, Brainwashed is George yeah, Harrison's yeah, last yeah. one. Uh, okay, I wanted that yeah. to be true. Just so we are. Yeah, I know. Wouldn't that be great we're going into the final question all right uh karen has five colin has four dana has three dana again 
you find yourself uh, out of it. Although um, I might tie with although Colin. Although you might, you might tie with Colin for a second, certainly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Way um, to hope that I get Colin this one wrong. Colin might tie with Karen for first, or <laughs> Karen might pull ahead. In fact, if you all get this correct. So let's see who is the winner. Mm-hmm. This singer-songwriter hosted the Grammys five times, but never won a single Grammy, despite his incredible popularity, until after his 1997 death. Despite his incredible popularity, this singer-songwriter, although he hosted the Grammys five times, hmm. never won a single Grammy hmm. until after his death in 1997. Jeez. Wow, this mm-hmm. seems like this should be a household name. Uh, yeah. I have no... You have nothing? Okay, so Karen has... Karen has nothing. Uh, Dana says Frank Sinatra, and Colin says Paul Anka. <laughs> I'm so personally disappointed. He's sure. very near and dear to my heart. James Taylor. I was. Yeah. I, he is still alive. He's alive. <laughs> I've seen the concert. Weird Al. He's it's alive. not Weird Al. <laughs> still alive. Also still alive. Also has not hosted five times. <laughs> yes. Uh, who is it? It is the late and great, dearly missed. John Denver. Oh. oh, is he dear to your heart? Oh. Indeed. I didn't know he hosted the Grammys five times. He hosted the Grammys wow. five times. They never gave wow. him a freaking Grammy. And after he died in 1997, he was given, he won uh, for Rainbow. Best Children's Music Album. Because he had, <laughs> yeah. he had just released an album wow. called All Aboard, which was a train, it was train songs for kids. <laughs> wow. It was That's his, cute. It was his last studio album. Well, anyway, uh, after all of that, our winner is Karen. Yay. Yeah. Big five points. I know my deceased okay. Grammy winners. You do. And Karen, <laughs> I, I should have said, I mean, you know, for your efforts here today, you win a big prize. Which is, is it a Grammy? Your, it is your very own posthumous grammy Aww. did you just make this from it's already it's class. already fallen apart it like just in the three seconds folded into a, <laughs> like a, a viola a coffee filter <laughs> Is it a coffee filter or a paper plate? I think it's a paper oh, plate. Paper plate. Yeah. It, it was once. Oh, I see. Yeah. Because yeah. it's, like, yeah, it's it. It's yeah. like that great gramophone. Vaguely, vaguely gramophone shaped. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll take a picture of it and put it on the site. <laughs> It's Aww. actually not bad. That's that actually that's, not bad. Yeah, that's heirloom <laughs> quality. <laughs> hey, Matt. Did you know that wombats poop cubes? Nope. Never heard that before. Did you know the unicorn is the national animal of Scotland, Ken? I didn't know, nor do I care. Neil, did you know that Liechtenstein is the only doubly landlocked country in Europe? Jeff, isn't that an American pop artist? Well, actually, it's both. If you want to learn things like that and more, join us each week on Triviality, a pub trivia-style game show podcast where a lack of seriousness meets a little bit of knowledge. Listen in each week to answer general knowledge trivia alongside exciting guests from around the world. And we're here, too. Join us every Tuesday for new hour-long episodes of Triviality, plus tons of extra theme content on everything from The Office and Lord of the Rings to science and geography. And sometimes we even do sports. Find us on all your preferred podcast apps and take part in the fun of playing bar trivia without the need to wear pants. Real mature, Jeff. Forget it, Neil. It's Triviality. All right, we have one last segment. All right. After my big win. Yeah, congratulations, Karen. (laughs) Thank you. Um, So this year is a special year because it is a leap year. Oh, yeah. Yes, so leap year means there are 29 days in February, usually they're 28. Yeah. yeah, so I have a quiz for you guys about leap year. 
Um, at first, it'll maybe be a little conversational, and then we'll get into it with uh, buzzing in. So you guys can buzz in. Okay, so we'll we'll start it off with this. What are the three rules for determining if it's a leap year? There are okay. three rules, not just right. one. Like science rules? No. Well, uh, isn't okay. How, wait, isn't if you're working the calendar, how do you know? Divisible by four. Divisible by four. Yes. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Except. Except. Uh, all right. Divisible by four. Except. What? Maybe century years? Maybe even centuries? No. No. Was there one in two thousand? I don't remember. It's okay. One every four years. It might. Well, it there might, isn't yeah, one every four yeah, years. I guess not. No, it's every four years, but then every once in a while you have to either add one or skip one, right? Because it's not exact. It's every four years, except years where it's divisible by 100. Okay. Unless it's also divisible by 400. Oh. So, so 2000, yes, was. But 2100 okay. won't no. be. 1900 won't have one. Yes. Okay, so they so take. A, so every. every Every no, every four hundred years, you you don't have a leap year. Two thousand, yes. Twenty one hundred, no. Right. Twenty two hundred, yes. No. Oh, not twenty three. Twenty four, yes. Got it. Whoa. Wow. Every well, hundred, no, not every hundred years. No, every unless it's divisible by, by four hundred. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? I never knew that until I, I found never, out well, today. Yeah, because we, we don't live something. that long yeah. to know. Yeah. That, yeah. Maybe well, we'll make it to 2100 and see the no leap year. You, you made it to 2000. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but we saw, yeah, yeah. But we saw a leap year that was in 2000. A four, that was the evening. Oh, okay. so what you're saying is yeah. most people only seen. cross over one of those. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. And chances okay. are it's going to be whatever it was. So what kind of calendar do we use? Is it Gregorian? Gregorian. So we use the Gregorian calendar, and that was preceded by the Julian calendar, which was made by Julius Caesar. And that one also had leap years in it. Oh. Um, but they did it every four years, and it started slipping. It started getting further and further mm. away right, from right, being right. on you season. You started start noticing, so, like, wait a minute. It's colder like, than it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. last, last uh, April. <laughs> yeah. I so, don't think we should start plowing the land yet. Yeah, There's a lot of snow date, still on the ground. Yeah. yeah right, so that's right, why right. they started the 100-year thing. Yeah. Like, it yeah. was because it, it does start adding wow. up over time. Yep, that yeah. fudge factor. That's weird. Yes. Okay, so hmm. now here, here are some some little quiz questions about leap years for you guys. Um, Leapling is a name for somebody who's born on the 29th. (laughs) Of course it is. It's very cute. Leapling. What American rapper, singer, and actor most known for his number one hit with Ashante, Ashanti, (laughs) excuse me, Ashanti, always on time, is a leapling? Karen. Ja Rule. Ja Rule. He's a leapling. You can think about that when you look at her. Yeah. The 2010 Amy Adams movie, Leap Year, is based on the idea of Bachelor's Day. What is Bachelor's Day? Whoa. I don't it's know. A, it's a thing in the people in the UK maybe know about. I thought it was Irish. like a, a Sadie Hawkins kind of That's the first thing I would guess. Some where you sort go of, find yeah. it. Because, well, that was the plot of the movie. Oh, she was in okay. Ireland, yeah. right? A woman can ask a man to marry her, and if he turns her down... Um, he has to buy her some expensive gifts, and, oh. and one of one of them was oh, uh, on, a leap di- on a February 29th. On February twenty ninth, it's ah. not um, it's not a scandal if, <laughs> if you're a, if you're a woman and you ask a man to marry her. What if what if he said yes and you're like oh oh oh, I oh no you're for asking this. because you want it. There were, okay in the <laughs> around nineteen uh, hundreds there were all these really funny cards about. These women who are like waiting for February 29th and they're setting traps. And then, uh, like, it was 
yeah, it was a joke that they that they had. But now um, it's more acceptable for women to propose to men. It's right, not like right. you have to wait for February 29th to do that. If if you think that's where you are in your relationship. <laughs> yeah, one of the expensive gifts that the men were supposed to buy the women were gloves in order to hide her hands to show that she's not wearing an engagement ring. Oh, man, what a burn. I was, yeah, that's kind of Here, a, let me buy you a gift, but it's like... An yeah. insult. I won't marry you, but you can hide your shame. Yeah. You <laughs> so. you buy him a face bag. <laughs> Put on the face bag. Yeah. You crystals on it. So. Yeah. Right. Right. It's, it's a nice face bag. Oh, it's, really it's high nice. quality. Yeah. Silk. Yeah. Really, yeah. All that gleaming just hides your face. Right. Rabbit fur. Or, uh, yeah. Okay. On Thirty Rock, what's the name of the guild creature who lives in the Mariana Trench and trades candy for children's tears? <laughs> oh on, on, uh, man. Oh, oh what God. was it? Is it like <sighs> Leap Pete? Uh, it's close. Yeah. Oliver. He wears uh, blue and yellow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he looks like it? he's like a cross between Uncle Sam and like a like a leprechaun. Yeah, I wanted to say like like Leap Day Pete. Like l- l- Leapy. <laughs> le- no, what is it? What is it? It's Leap Day William. Leap Day ah, William. William. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> In the Mariana Trench. (laughs) And finally, what Gilbert and Sullivan musical has kind of a primary conceit that the character was born on a leap year. So instead of being able to end his job at 21, he has to do it into his 80s. (laughs) Right. Um, Uh, Karen. Pirates of Penzance. Yes. Yeah. Is it like the cabin boy or something? I don't know. I'm really just guessing. It is Pirates of Penzance. He's supposed to serve till he's 21, but because he he won't be 21. (laughs) (laughs) Cute. Yeah. And they figured out 1900 doesn't count as a birthday because that is like the year that it's not a leap year. So he had to do it an extra four years. (laughs) Ha ha ha. I know. I'm sure leap day, leaplings get really tired of yeah. people saying like, "Oh, you're still you're only so you're five four. years yeah. old." Yeah, <laughs> there's a club for people who are um, leaplings, and yeah. they what do they do? There's a bunch of like uh, there's a bunch of tech that doesn't support February 29th as a birthday, oh. so they they're like, "Hey, I exist. Like, I would like to be able to put my <laughs> my birthday in this form correctly." And that's it. Seemed like that was oh, their main. Actually, that, you know, that's a question for for our developer friends out there. What? Mm. So th- th- that's the thing. Like when you submit, like say your birthday, and you're doing the drop down and stuff. Like, does it auto verify the year that has a leap, like a leap yeah, date? There, 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 there's enough people who have that as their birthday that that would be something you would have to. Add. No, or can you just put oh February February twenty ninth, nineteen eighty seven? Obviously, it's not a year. Right. Leap, I think like, does it? Yeah. Does Karen's it asking, verify? does the drop down? Oh, does the drop? Verify. Yeah. It could. The oh, answer yeah. is it could. It, totally it depends could. on how. It depends on how lazy the uh, the coder is. It depends on for what yeah. use. Like, why are you making this birthday thing? <laughs> yeah. Is it for the IRS or is it so you can watch an M-rated video game video? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, there you go. Woo. I thought the thing about the not every four years. Yeah, I had no idea. I had, I had no idea. No idea. Well, it hadn't cause... happened in our lifetime. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Every four hundred years. Cool. Well, that's our show filled with fun times and quizzes and uh, dead Grammy winners. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And, and <laughs> the best kind of Grammy winner. Uh, that sounded like more of a threat than I meant it to. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys for joining me. Thank you guys, listeners, for listening in. You can find our show, of course, on iTunes, on Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spotify, and on our website, goodjobbrain.com. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.
corporate world is like the ocean. It's alluring, but it's also full of deadly creatures that can shred you to pieces. It becomes kind of like a Game of Thrones political arena where everyone's trying to murder you to get your job. My family doesn't come from corporate background, so I didn't have any sort of guidance in that. This is not your typical work podcast. Sometimes you need to be empathetic. And then there are times that you ask for input, but you don't really give a shit. <laughs> Listen to the Ambi Award-nominated podcast, Surfing Corporate. Stretch opportunity. What is this, yoga class? Get out of here. <laughs>